You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM. Good morning to you. It's bang on 7 o'clock on this Monday, the 8th of March. It really is 7 o'clock in the morning, it, eh? It really is. I think it's probably the first and last time that we'll be able to actually say that. <laughs> That's it. Um, good morning, everybody. Happy long weekend to you. Somebody forgot to tell me that apparently we don't have any news provided to us. But you know what? Our news team here work very hard. They so do. good on them having a day off. Yeah, look, they deserve it every yeah. now and then. And like we like to have a last minute scramble every now and again as well. Keeps things exciting. <laughs> oh, look, it keeps us on our toes, that's for sure. Hey, we should probably get into our brekkie banger. Bang on 7 o'clock this morning. For those who are just going home in a taxi, this is for you. Morning. That steps is 5, 6, 7, 8. No, you need to be careful on the steps. Count to 5, 6, 7, 8 on your way out this morning, if that's what you decided to do last night. Hey, speaking of last night, we probably should get into our weekend wrap. Let's do it. It's been a little bit happening. Now there's some news in the last 24 hours, well, actually less than that, last 12 hours, of an incident that's an unfolded in the city where multiple people have allegedly been stabbed. Police are asking for witnesses. If you know anything, call Crime Stoppers, get in contact with police. It happened around the Little Burke area and Spencer Street in the city. There's more to unfold there, and as I said, if you do know anything, contact police. Of course, stay safe out there. In a bit of a tone shift, Bianco, there's been a lot to celebrate over this long weekend, obviously. We've had Moomba in the CBD, we've had Mardi Gras as well, and of course today being International Women's Day, where we just reflect on how far we've come as women, and it's a really exciting day. So a lot to be thankful for, and you know, have a couple of bevs. Sure, that's if you're not working like some people have to. Can't relate. In other news as well, the AstraZeneca vaccine, which has been widely talked about as a great alternative to the Pfizer vaccine, well, just another vaccine to add to all the vaccines that we're becoming, that's becoming known to us all, has uh, landed in Australian waters and has been administered to a few people around yeah. the country. So that's getting out there quicker than Pfizer. Absolutely. Now, in a bit of nostalgic news, for anyone who used to watch a certain social media platform back in the day... Zoella, the YouTuber, and her boyfriend Alfie, number one trending on Twitter over the long weekend, have announced that they're expecting their first child. And so a lot of people have been very nostalgic. I don't know if you remember them, Bianco. Nope. They sort of were huge, went away for a bit. And yeah, big news. Hard no for me. Sorry. I don't, can't recall them. I'm not saying that I... Oh, uh, you are missing out. Okay. I'll take your word on it. Thanks for that. As far as the sporting sphere goes across the weekend, well, practice matches continued in the AFL, AFLW, there were some results there. But the most disappointing thing, as a nation, we lost to the Kiwis twice in two different codes. The netballers got beaten by the Silver Ferns, and the same for the cricket. In our T20 series, the five matches, we drew level the other day, two apiece. Last game played yesterday, not so good. Not good. Not good for us, but that's okay. We just, we've sort of gotten used to narrow losses as a nation. You seem to be fine about it too. Oh, totally fine. You're, you're fine. Narrow losses, but it's totally fine. That's it. It's all good. Absolutely. But hey, we'd love to hear what you guys have gotten up to over your long weekend. 0404 is the magic number. Send us a text. What's it like on the streets this morning on your way home? Any good? Yeah. How's it going? Or if you're an early riser, what are you doing? Going for a bit of a... There were so many people power walking this morning when I was was driving in. What the actual? Are we doing that this morning, are we? What the actual? No, that that was just my little 
my little oh, moment. Okay. Just I've a... got a quota, so Jack can tick that off for the day. Your catchphrase for the morning. What the actual? What the actual? I know there's a few people out there just doing the Catherine Kim walk. That's okay. It's yeah, Labor Day. It's acceptable if you're going to do it any day. Exactly. This has been the Weekend Wrap. Seven and a half minutes past seven and o'clock. And a half minutes? Yeah, that's what it was. It was bang on. Was that not necessary? Oh. Oh, well. See, we'll always be accurate, you guys. See, on a public holiday, the half counts, I reckon. This is Tommy M's Lonely Cactus. Celebrating International Women's Day as well with our music choices a little bit on your Monday morning. Around about this time every morning, we get stuck into our first bit of caffeine for the morning. And I read an article across the weekend about what your coffee or tea choice says about you. Ooh, I like this. Now, if you enjoy green tea, it's your halfway house on the way to coffee sobriety, apparently. Yep, I get that. What they say about this one? I dabble in a bit of green tea when I've had too much coffee. This one actually really summarizes Mr. Jack Misson in a nutshell. Flat whiters. You become a flat white drinker on your first trip to Melbourne in your 20s when you said to a barista, one white coffee please, and they handed you a flat white. Kind of relevant, because he does commute between Sydney and Melbourne. Yeah, he does, actually. I'm so, amazed he's still here. When he comes back to Melbourne and he has doesn't have to do quarantine, it's uh, a <laughs> he gets a flat wine and it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. that's all right. I feel good now. If you drink a cappuccino, you're a woman over the age of 55. Okay. Interesting summary. Macchiato, you're very important at work. This is a coffee for people in managerial roles. Great. I used to be a macchiato drinker. I think I'm going to jump on the macchiato bandwagon. Because that's just like a strong coffee, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's like sharp. Well, I realise in the back end of the Arvo, it actually suits me really well to have a Mackie. Okay, Like great. a very strong black coffee. It's not a black coffee, but anyway. Oh, okay, well, maybe I just need to get on the strong black coffee. Because that's what I've been enjoying lately at around about five o'clock. But what about our beverage, Bianco? The lat? Well, I'm glad you asked about the lat. Because... We are talking about latte. We just call it a latte. It actually doesn't say what you are if you're a lat drinker. Oh, so it's just as confused as we are. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, that's a bit upsetting. If you are a chai chai tea drinker, you order it so you can talk about your trip to India. Okay. Interesting way to put it. English breakfast tea drinkers, you have no interest in any other form of hot drink. It's tea or bust. Fair? Yeah. Oh, English breakfast. No. I think the Queen enjoys some English breakfast. Yeah. You're into open water swimming and rock climbing if you just enjoy a simple long black. Well, that's wrong because I've never seen my dad do rock climbing. He's a long blacker. He might blacker. start though. Maybe he's really good at it. Maybe. He does like the water though. likes going swimming. So that's probably a fair assessment. Black tea drinkers, eventually all nanas swap over to just black tea. So, okay. Peppermint tea. Performers love a peppy tea before they go on stage. Well, none of us are those, so... Um, excuse me, I used to. And yeah, a lot of the girls, before we went on stage, they would have a peppermint tea. Did you fall in that category? Did no. you have one? No. I don't know how we got a kettle back there, actually, now that we think about it. But anyway... <laughs> I got around licorice tea for a little while. Oh. That was interesting. Okay, and if you have a shot of caramel in your coffee... Me! You're a bloke's bloke who doesn't care oh. about the rich cherry and smoked chocolate aromas of the single origin beans from Guatemala. Okay. Apparently, it's also the coffee choice for any army guys or builders. I don't know many builders who have had a shot of caramel in their coffee. Mm, there you go. Let us know. Ristretto. I don't know what a ristretto is, but it says just moved back to Melbourne already. And cold brew. If you have a cold brew coffee, wire framed glasses, socks with Birkenstock sandals. Now, that's wrong to talk about people from Brunswick like that. Seriously. 
I'm offended that the latte isn't on there. I reckon we should come up with something right now. Yeah. If you're a latte drinker, you are just an all-round legend, particularly if you have oat milk. Okay. That's Done. probably one way to go. put it. I would disagree with the oat milk. I would just say if you have a latte, then it's happy days. Yeah, there you go. Latte is the right way. Join the club. Start the day with a latte and your life will be a lot better. There you go. Brilliant. You're welcome. That's the motto I live by. Except a lot of the time I don't. Oh, actually, no, I do. No, we do live by it because if we don't have our coffee before we start this show, we are monsters. As you would have noticed last week. Yes. In the moment. I want to know, Bianco, when you go to buy something online, do you ever check the reviews before you purchase something? Sometimes, yeah. See, I'm not, and um, it shows because a lot of things I order are not it. Let's just put it that way. Oh. Anyway, a review has gone viral this week. Because a lady has put up her thoughts on the new, um, her new bathers that she bought. Yeah. And so she's given them a 10 out of 10, which is always a really good sign. And as a consumer, if you see somebody giving them full reviews, first of all, you think, is this the company itself? But then you dig a little deep and you're like, oh, wow, this is actually a customer and she's really stoked with her new set. Yeah. Now, the reason why she is so happy with her new bathers is she said she spent a lovely day at the beach, as one does. Enjoying them, saying really comfy set, really flattering, looks yeah. really good. Yeah. Got a lot of compliments. As you do. But just as an added bonus, when she got attacked by a shark in the water, Whoa. it bit her. Somehow this one piece didn't tear. 10 out of 10, recommend. Get on those bathers. <laughs> got attacked by a shark, but it's all good because the bathers are okay. Yeah. The bathers are A-OK, and she even claims that they may have protected her from this little attack, but it's just, it's amazing. Sounds and, it. Like, it, when you read a review like that, do you take it seriously for starters? Because people actually then asked for photographic evidence, so she yeah. actually then had to put a photo up under her review of the shark bite just to prove it. Then everyone said, wow, the thread count on those bathers are actually really good. Look, they actually survived the shark bite. Yeah, look, I I actually do read reviews a lot and sometimes I do give reviews. Yeah. Because there's... Okay. Not often, but if I'm really happy with something, then I am a serial reviewer. See, I never do it. I did one review one time, but I thought it was a message to a certain food delivery company. (laughs) And it was quite scathing. I've never done it in my life. And um, it's publicly on the restaurant's thing. And um, it's not good. But (laughs) (laughs) So I've been frantically trying to get that down. But yeah, I, over the weekend actually, it was my grandma's birthday last week. So happy birthday, Doreen. And I said, oh yeah, I'm going to get her some lovely flowers. And I went and visited her yesterday. Yeah. All the flowers were like dying. Oh no. And so my family are like, where did you buy this from? And I confidently said this website. And they said, did you look at their reviews? And I was like, no, because I've ordered from them in the past. One star reviews. Oh, uh, that's not good. No. Not so good. very different to the shark attack bathers. But um, just as a little reminder, check the reviews, everybody. Yes, it does help. Anyway, let us know. 0404 000 736. Are you a reviewer? Yeah. How often do you review? Or have you got these bathers? Was that review, because it's everywhere at the moment, did that entice you to buy the bathers? Yeah, that's a good one. Hmm. Mm. It's Carl and Catherine here. For... I'm glad you're happy with that. <laughs> I actually am happy with that. Monday <laughs> morning, here on 88.3, this is Tash Sultana. 
I'd love to know what the weirdest thing is you've ever drank. Ooh. And it could be particularly topical for those people that are in their rideshare cars on yes. their way home right now. Yes. Because a lot of you are, and we know that. Mm-hmm. We are here, though. Yep. And we're entertaining you while we are. We we're wide awake. Thank you. And the reason I brought this up is because last night I was being very responsible, of course, knowing that I had to be here mm-hmm. nice and early. I was at my cousin's place and I was served a coffee liqueur. Which is alleged to be the best of its kind. And was it? It was a different experience. Hence why I asked the question, what's the strangest thing you've ever drank? See, I'm not a real milk slash like alcohol person. This is where I come in and let you know that there was no milk in it. Uh, Oh, so it was like a proper one. I was was thinking it was a certain thing, but it's not. It was a very cold, chilled coffee liqueur. No, that's not my thing. Yes. It was different. It was an experience. Nice, different, unusual. Yeah, nice, different, nice. Don't you hate it, though, when somebody really talks something up, presents it to you, and then regardless of whether or not you like it, you've got to pretend you do? Well, my uncle did that. He really talked it up. He said, look... I got this coffee liqueur, yep. got it for a client of mine. Yeah. They raved about it. They said, never had anything better than this before. So, convince me. I had to go oh. out and buy myself a bottle. And sure enough, it's magnificent. And yep. I had it and I'm like... Yep. <laughs> yeah, look, it's all right. Yeah, but your taste buds are screaming at you. But you're like, hmm, that is... um. That is something. I couldn't, like, say, to him. I, I couldn't yeah. say to him, though. I'm like, I, I actually, I didn't mind it. But, but it's not your thing. I wouldn't be rushing to have no. it again. Just for the record. No. It's different. Absolutely. Anything come to mind when you think of weirdest things you've ever drank? Look, I mean, I feel like, and again, this is drinking responsibly. Of course. When you go on a night out, like a lot of people in my groups tend to do this. We will have each person picks a cocktail and oh. the whole table has to do it. Yeah. And there's nothing more awkward than when it's your turn yep. and you pick an absolute doozy. <laughs> and anyway, I'm normally flawless. Thank you. I, I've got good taste. Yes. And but you just go some people, nice and simple. It's like, yeah. guys, I'm, I'm getting the bubbly O or whatever they call the bubbly them. bubbly O. I don't know. I'm just coming up with weird names. <laughs> I'll go with the bubbly O. I'll go with the fizzy dizzy. I'll go with the whatever. Yeah. And then you just rock up and you're like, I'll just have the strawberry daiquiri. <laughs> think I, I I sit. I don't know. Maybe. I think I've actually only had a strawberry daiquiri like twice in my entire <laughs> existence. <laughs> I've had more than that. I should have more than that. Anyway. Yeah, um, you should have more than no, me. That's actually a little concerning. if anyone ever orders hot alcohol. Oh, no. 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 Mm-mm. Disgusting. And, but then the thing is you've got to commit to it. And it's oh, like, no. Like, like hot toddies. What are you doing? <laughs> There's nothing hot about you. I, I know I'm ripping into you personally, but what is that? I don't know. And then, like, it gets all up in your sinuses. Like, it's a whole thing. <laughs> like, hot drinks need to stay, like, coffees and, you know, things that are sort of enjoyable. I think if you're not careful, right at the end of the night, a lot of stuff will get up your sinuses. True. If, if you're not careful and you might have consumed a couple more waters than you should have, yeah. then things start... Going into places that they probably yeah. shouldn't, including the sinuses. But I'm just under the impression, unless you're full of a cold or something, that's when it could be helpful, that sort of beverage of the warmer temperature. But otherwise, no. that's It's no fun. That's when you go on to, yeah, anyway. I was going to name an alcoholic product and I'm not no, going no. to. 
No. We'll, we'll not hear the name alcoholic products. Although I'm sure a lot of people would appreciate that today. Yeah. Off the back of probably consuming a lot of alcoholic products in the last 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And if you did, good on you. Good on you. That's very... We are jealous. Public holiday of you. Hey, Bianco. Yes. Have you ever had a situation no. where somebody has turned around to you and said, damn it, Bianco, you've had w- you had one job and you failed? A lot of the time, actually, and I hate to admit it, but I just have. Now, yesterday, as I said before, it was my grandma's birthday on Thursday. Happy Doreen. birthday, Doreen. Um, so we had a little function yesterday. That's nice. Just me, my fam, my nan, and my cousin, Scott, okay? And... Scott was given, well, he actually put the job on himself. He messaged us and said, hey, I'm going to go to a certain donut place on the way and I'm going to get some donuts. And we're like, cool. Anyway, he comes a little bit later to the function. And when he arrives, he kind of storms down the hallway and starts ranting and raving, which is not a good entrance into a function. Anyway, we're like, what's going on? And he goes, you would not believe it. It's like, what? And the donut place that we go to, which is quite popular at the moment, yeah. they've changed their boxes. Oh, no. So they've gone from a square to like this long, like almost a meter long box. And all the donuts sit side by side instead of them being in like a little group sort of figuration. And so my dear cousin had a bit of a ride off of his car a couple of weeks ago. And he's in a replacement car. And he nearly did it again. So he's he's driving, and he's had to slam his brakes on. Yeah. Unfortunately for Scott, the donuts became airborne, oh, jam no. and cream. Oh no! They um were able to be caught in the box. Luckily, they weren't all over his car. However, these donuts that he presented my sweet grandma on her birthday looked like actual roadkill. And it was that awkward moment where, very similar to what we were talking about before. They didn't look the most appetizing. So everyone's sort of looking at them and like, mm, do we want them? We had to like go with it and be like, oh, these are beautiful. Like, you know, what the airborneness has done to the whipped cream is just, you know, it's really added something to it. Yeah. But yeah, he had one job and um, <laughs> didn't work out so well. See, the thing is, when you've got a name like Scott, there is one thing that always gets you out of situations like this. What's that? Yep. Scott, yep. future reference. You've got that song in the backhand there. I, re- I reckon you should probably just play that and if you don't want to have a clear answer of what actually happened. Just play it as Scotty doesn't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> I don't, how these donuts ended up like this. I, I don't know. I don't know how I just read off my car. I don't know. No, to be fair, I should make a disclaimer. It wasn't his fault. Someone literally merged into him. And nearly did it again yesterday. So please be safe on the roads, guys. Particularly if there's donuts in the back. Because that could have ended really badly. That cream could have gone everywhere. Yeah, and we don't like episodes like that. We don't like episodes like that. I think people need to just take more caution. Yeah. See, I hate when you've got, like, for my mum's birthday last year, it was a big birthday. I went and picked up the cake. And the shopping centre I went and picked it up from has the electric gates. And so I had to, I went up to one and it was broken. I had to reverse like a good few meters back to get into a new gate. And I was so worried that was going to happen. I had the birthday cake on my lap as I'm driving and somehow was able to get through it. But yeah, there's nothing worse, particularly when you've got produce on board. That should be a new sign on the back of cars. Careful, delicate produce. You lost me at electric gate. I don't know if you've noticed this lately, but I get a lot of... 
<laughs> I don't know if you've noticed, I get a lot of emails. That's a good way to put it. Oh, yeah. I, I really, as the um, receptionist of your inbox, yeah. I oh, I couldn't tell you how many emails Thanks for get. responding to them all for me. I really oh, appreciate it's just, that. It's exhausting. Any updates for me this Monday? The irony of this being said on International Women's Day is not lost on me. <laughs> I can tell you. Anyway, I don't know if you've noticed this lately, but... Because you, you probably get similar emails to what I do. Yeah. A lot from PR companies. Yep. They're changing their approach. But also, it's under different names now. You're used to certain names popping up. <laughs> then you're like, ah. Oh. Hello. Hey, same person, but different company. Yeah. Or you've changed your name. So or I... you've got an intern. Good yeah. for you. Okay. And they're really persistent. Yeah. Good on them. <laughs> they haven't worked this out yet. And anyway, I've noticed this is a revelation for PR. They are now including a feature, not all, but some, Yeah. where they go, interested, not interested, definitely not interested. I know, but how brutal is that definitely not interested oh, thing? I don't hit it. I just let them roll through. I hit I... it all the time. Bianco. <laughs> I'm that sorry. That is poor. I'm sorry, but at least I get the response. Yeah, but then imagine the poor person behind the computer. They're just like, oh. Well, do you know what I particularly love from PR companies? What's that? Where they're meant to actually put your name, but they say insert person here because oh. they forget to. It's like, wow, so much for a chain PR email. That's how you know straight away that it's a chain one because they haven't actually gone to the effort to put your name or your organisation in it. They just go, hi, insert name here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like, and well, you're like, wow, what a beautiful name. When, insert. <laughs> insert. Well, I'm pretty sure my Christian name is actually Carl. So, you know, even if they spelt it incorrectly, I would accept it. Yeah. But to be honest. I wouldn't. I'd take it really personally. If they spelt my name wrong, I wouldn't really care. If, you, if your name was spelt with a C, I'd be like, ah, oh, it happens. Hi, Kat. No, see, I don't mind that. It's Round. when it goes Kathy or Kath, I'm like, done. Definitely not interested. Then. You lost me at K-A-T. But yeah, it's, it's, a, it's interesting different people's approach to doing the same job. But yeah, the inbox is always just like... Ding, ding, ding. And it's all happening at the same time as well. Imagine if, in this day and age, they actually sent hologram emails. Oh, dear. Could you imagine that, getting hologram emails from PR people? No, but the person pops up out of your phone and starts talking, and yes. you can't ignore it because like, it's talking at hot you. Hot new act off the planet is going to be hitting you. <laughs> you know? And you're like in the middle of a meeting, you're like, oh, I'm sorry. Imagine My that. email's talking. Yeah, so, oh, sorry, guys. Got another PR hologram. Holler at you. <laughs> Okay. Oh, just, I see it happening someday. Oh, I really hope not because that would be awful. Imagine that. You have to shut oh. them down when they appear and they start blabbing to you. But like, if, could you talk to them? You'd be like, hey, Mr. PR, you need to relax. I'm busy. Instead of scripted diary, or, you get visual diary. Or you'd have to actually tell them to their face you're definitely not interested instead of clicking a button. Yeah. It's like, really get my point across. Definitely not interested in this one. No interest at all. No bingo. Okay, well, you went that way, that direction. Yeah, well, there you go. Let us know, Mason. What are the emails that you really don't want to see as a hologram? I wasn't seeing this segment going this way, but I think that's the best call to action. Even spam emails, because there's so many of them. But some of them are slipping into the inbox. They're not just going to spam anymore. I've noticed that. Mm. Not with mine, though. I've actually created a new email address. How many have you got now? (laughs) Too many to even count. Yeah. But the reason I did that is because my primary email address Mm -hmm. was just annoying me. Yeah. So, I'm kind of deciding. I think I might put all those things that I've signed myself up to in that email address. That's what I've done. Game changer. 
Yeah. Anyway, let us know. Email strategies on a Monday. Probably not in the right frame of mind to be talking about them, but if you have any, let us know. Here's Chet Faker. This is Get High. Chet Fakers, get high. It's nine minutes to eight o'clock. 21 degrees on the way today. 17 right now on route. Well, at Bayside and around Bayside. I don't know what I was On, on route. Okay. <laughs> Is it the public holiday today? Can you tell? <laughs> it's Carl and Catherine here for your Monday here on 88.3. That was beautifully said, Bianco. And Thank you, you know what? Thank you very Some much. Some people would question that pronunciation. Wow. <laughs> It's a, a rowery kind of day. Well, it is Moonbar, so. But you know what? That doesn't annoy me, but this is the perfect segue into what I'm about to talk about. Oh, here we go. Um, I don't know if anyone else has a phrase or like a setup that people say in word form <laughs> that just gives them the ick. Yeah. You're just a bit, mm, no. Now, I heard the one that annoys me the most. It got me thinking. No. That's a favorite, clearly. Yeah, um Trending. Trending in the world of KP, always trending. No, the one that really upsets me is when people say 3 a.m. in the morning. Mm. It's either in the morning, like 3 in the morning, or 3 a.m. It's not both. But then I was on the phone at work over the weekend and I was helping somebody out, and they said, and I quote, that she calls at 9 a.m. in the morning this morning. And my head just sort of exploded. It just it just doesn't sit well with me. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't be the only person that either thinks that sort of use of words is annoying or has a phrase that you just, every time you hear it, you're just like, I can't. At 3 a.m., that one. Yeah, 3 a.m. in the morning this morning. 3 a.m. in the morning this morning. You'd just say 3 a.m., would Thank you? Thank you. Yes, exactly. That's my point. And who says bang on 3 a.m.? That's very precise. We all know it's actually going to be like 3.06.5 Yeah, or this something. is coming from the man who put down, what did you say before? 7.30 and a half? Something like that. 7.07 and 30? 7.07 yeah. and a half or something? I don't know. I went somewhere down that path. Yeah, but have you got any phrases or words? I hate risk it for the biscuit. That causes me physical pain. Oh, I like that. Ugh. That's good. It is the worst. It just makes no sense. And when people say it so nonchalantly as well, I'm like, please just stop and think about what you're saying before you say it. Yeah. See, you've caught me off guard here because usually I would have a lot, but I think the long week. (laughs) You don't like the word no. No. (laughs) (laughs) No, I do. I don't say yes a lot, do I? You're a yes man. Yes, man. Yes, yes, yes. Well, there was that movie, Yes, Man, and his name was Carl, so. Oh, my gosh. In a plot twist. What a biography piece. We are just. Jim Carrey, I love your work. Debarking everything on a Monday morning. That's it. Not actually. But, yeah, I want to know, Bayside, what are the phrases that you hear that you just absolutely hate? What's going on? It's a bit. Yeah, it's a bit cash. I like what's going on, what's happening. Yeah. How are you? Because that's the thing with a lot of the Aussie language, a lot of people sort of drop words. Yourself. Yourself. Yeah, you. Yeah. Good you. <laughs> when you're not paying attention. Oh. How are you? How are you? Yeah, you. <laughs> oh, yeah, you. The that, big... No, okay, now you've really just lit a fire in me. Remember when people used to say, they'd ask you a question and you'd say a piece of information they asked for, and then they turn around and say, yeah, true. Sure. You don't know that. No, you don't. Oh, I need to go and meditate. Righto. I'm wound up. Five minutes to eight.
This is going to take us to the 8 o'clock news. Tonight is the day that Megan and Harry tell all. I am so glad you brought this up because I had to campaign with our producer to talk about this. So the fact that mutually... Well, I think we both had a mutual segment in relation to this. I'm so glad that you brought this up. And yes, I was going to go with go. something else, but I thought, you know, we'll no, go with the hard-hitting we topics need to. we need to. 10 minutes past 8 on a Monday morning. Can I just say, tonight is my Olympics. Oprah Winfrey, <laughs> my lord and saviour... She has been working for this for years. No, no, you're wrong. See, it's not your night of the Olympics. It's your night of the Commonwealth. Because Commonwealth Games... Topical. (laughs) Topical. But no, Oprah is ready. Have you seen the colour coordination? She's got the lavender jumper. She's got the lavender spectacles. She's got the lavender eyeshadow. She's like, game on. See? Let's do it. We like to look at things from different perspectives on this program. You're looking at it from an open perspective. I'm looking at it from a closed perspective. But... it's just such a full circle moment. Like, I wasn't around for it, but that Diana interview, okay, look, it's like that again. I'm not one to make outlandish statements on this program. I very rarely <laughs> do it. You know, I, I don't complain about public transport. I'm really a big fan of it in this country. He's a really warm, lovely kind very, of guy. Very, very, I'm very humble and very cuddly. Yeah. You know, I'm very down to earth and very understanding of everybody. Well, you just found your new Instagram bio. <laughs> very warm, warm very and cuddly. Warm and cuddly. You're welcome. But I think the Royals are... On a rapid decline, thanks to Harry and Megan. Oh, I think there's somebody else that's in just, the family that's, just that's my done thoughts. it. No, no, I'm, I'm of the see, opinion. I, I feel sorry for Harry, actually, a little bit. Yeah, but see, you're tapping into the media stuff. I'm I think not. it's going to be I, so refreshing to hear an interview where there's no advisors or anything. We already know that it's going to be an interview like no other, 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 other. <laughs> I'm just, I'm so excited. But the thing is, too. Megan is just like, she's ready to spill the tea. And the thing is, I already know how it's going to end. Harry and Megan, here's your brand new car! Was that meant to be an Oprah Winfrey reference just then, that you just... You get a car, you get a car, even Um, little Archie gets a car. Is that his name? Oprah, Stedman, if you're listening, I've got no association with this man at all. Next thing will be Oprah Winfrey, the tell-all interview. Carl and Catherine, the Oprah Winfrey that tore them apart. And it'll just be that. You'd love that, wouldn't you? I would cry the entire time. And that's the thing with Oprah's journalism skills. Nothing is off the table. She's been working for this interview. She became best friends with Megan's mum at the wedding. She's been working at this. She's there. Yeah, remember all the celebs were there and she was sitting next to Megan's mum and she's become besties and now she's neighbours with them. It's quite funny because I've been listening to a lot of people share their thoughts and one particular person I heard opened their mouth about the whole situation and they said, if you look closely at the moment that Megan married Harry, it actually looked like the same scene where she got married in that program that she was acting in, Suits. No, I'm, oh, I'm so excited. I'm so I excited. I don't know. I'm so torn. Oh, I'm so excited. It's just the fact, like, the casual setting where the interview's taking place. Can we adopt the Danish royals as our royals? Um, can I just, on that, no one knows more about that Danish royal wedding than your girl. I love Denmark. I followed that. What a story, though. Frederick. Frederick and Mary. What Mary a beautiful story. at the pub. She's our very own Mary. But the advisor, he, Frederick's advisor, posed as the prince, and so they could genuinely fall in love. And just by the same token, I'm not dishing Queen Elizabeth II or Charles. I th- I actually like both of them. I think that Oprah should be the queen. She is the queen. Why can't she just no, make it legit? Please. Oh, it's Queen Elizabeth II. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Our monarch. Like Oprah, imagine the day of. 
She's probably doing a star jump. She's on the treadmill. She's like, everything has come down to this moment. Okay, fair enough. That begs the question. She'll answer this. when it starts. She'll be like, Harry, Megan. Well, someone's enthusiastic on oh, Monday morning. This is like, I, someone's guys, really bringing the mood. <laughs> I'm telling you, I was excited about the Golden Globes last week. This okay. is next level. Who should be our monarchs if we ever became a republic? You think that it should be Oprah as the Duh. queen? But, like, universe of the whole globe, it's Oprah. I'm convinced we should adopt the Danish royals as our royals if we do become a republic country, if, if that ever happens. I don't think we ever will. Yeah. Well, not in our lifetimes, anyway. I just want every question answered. That's all I want. I want follow-up questions. I want Oprah just to really tap into the minds of every person that's watched this and say, let's go. But I feel like that's what she's doing by doing Well, I this. hope so. I just want to know, what's the tea? I hope they're drinking tea during the interview just to really spill the tea. <sighs> like, oh. You've lost me well and truly now. Are you so glad that you brought this up? This is forever young. By tones and I, I hope. Carl and Catherine waking up for your Monday morning or just keeping your company while you comfortably lay in bed at 21 Creepy. minutes past eight. Has on this a become Monday. a sleep app or something? Oh, you're comfortably lying in bed. Turn over. Oh, okay. Turn over the other way. Don't get out the wrong side of the bed this morning. That's my Monday advice, my mum advice. You're welcome. Wow. Um, I have a bone to pick with the chip industry. Okay. Do we think... That. Just on that, before you continue about the chip industry, I've noticed that there's a particular brand that actually produce chips and they're gluten-free. Yeah, that's good. You need to. I didn't realize until recently. Wow, you've been living under a rock. But anyway, let's move on. Do we think chip flavors are getting a little out of hand? No. You don't think so? I think there's a particular chip brand, which may be the same brand I've just realized has gluten-free products, that on particular occasions come out with things that maybe go a little far. Look, I mean, we had Lamington chips last year, which was a bit far. We had lamb and rosemary. Yep. Um, the newest flavour that is out on shelves at the moment, not sponsored. What is it, earwax? Grilled yakitori chicken and shallot. Oh, yakitori. Now, I'm just coming from the perspective of somebody who loves salt and vinegar chips here when I say this. You are an original. I'm an original because I am sick of being shamed for liking salt and vinegar chips. You like, are basic. I've had to do... No, but see, this is the thing. There's nothing basic about the salt and vinegar chips. Because you only like crinkle cut? I know, same. No. Oh. But the thing is with salt and vinegar is every function you're at, someone goes, ew, it's salt and vinegar. But what, they prefer we, sour cream and onion? Well, this is what I'm saying. Do you like salt and vinegar chips? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They're right. my go-to when I've had a big night. Thank you. Okay, so we're on the same page here. Oh, I need... It's, oh, I'm a bit tough today. I'm going to get some salt and vinegar. There's nothing like a bit of balsamic and a bit of salt. Very tasty. Oof, very very nice. salty. Very vinegary. Just right. Yeah, but what I'm saying, though, is I am sick of being shamed for salt and vinegar chips. No, don't However, be ashamed. when you've got someone just, like, hoeing into some lamb and rosemary chips... And they're judging me for liking salt and vinegar. Like, I just feel like the the range is so extensive now. First, it's overwhelming. But second of all, I feel like we should now be at a place, if we're embracing so many other flavors, that salt and vinegar should be in. That is number one on my list of chip flavors. Oh, thank you. See, I wasn't sure about this radio partnership until right now. Well, you say that every time we have a debate about something, quite frankly. Yeah, but, you know, sometimes you have your doubts. Like, I mean, you were singing off air before, and I'm like, mm, do I really want to commit to this partnership? Now, let's not talk about singing, because you were yelling, and... You know what they say, if you want to be a singer, they did this in Les Miserables, eat potato chips, it's good for your me, vocal me, me, cords. Me, 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 yeah, I reckon it's... Producer probably... Jackie, you into salt and vinegar? 
I don't think he wants to have a say about it, does he? Yeah, I'm a fan. Okay, thank okay, you. good. So the whole team's on board. Good. Right. So, but see, the... this would have worked better if someone hated salt and vinegar. But um, it appears not to be the case. I actually was just going along the whole time. It's not my favourite. It's one of them, though. Ugh. So what's your go-to then? Salt and vinegar. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, that was confusing. I just wanted to say, like, I was testing you in a. Oh, you twist. test me every day. Don't you worry about oh, that. Oh well, that's a bit harsh. I didn't think I was that bad. I thought I was actually quite nice. No, but that's what I'm wondering though. Like, I just feel like now we're at a point. In history, where salt and vinegar should be embraced if hey, we are eating lamb and rosemary chips. Never forget, I got you that. Rosé, rosé. You're welcome. Are you Are you lost? No, I'm just, it's a bit of a random outburst from you. I wasn't expecting. But 04040736. company for salt and vinegar chips. That's why I said it. Ah, you're very right. You're very right. Let's go to a song. Oh, okay. We're finished on this debate. Is it we're over? We're done. We're done. Are we done? Yeah, we're done. Are you sure? Can we play some Beyonce now? I'd like to continue on this. Beyonce, please. Lily Allen. She'll do. Beyonce coming up, though. Okay, great. Celebrating International Women's Day and Moomba and whatever you'd like to celebrate on this Monday, almost approaching half past eight. Half past eight. On a Monday morning. (laughs) This is not the BBC, it's just Carl. (laughs) (laughs) And Catherine. I was going to say, well, hello. It sounded very formal of me, then. This is not the BBC, just Carl. Imagine if someone's literally listening, they're like, oh, it really isn't the BBC. Yeah. Rats. Yeah. It's just Carl. We did hear from Lily Allen, though. That's probably the closest we'll ever get to the BBC. <laughs> Lucky them. I don't know, right? I'd love to know what you have come to realise wasn't designed for you in your life. I'll tell you Go why. On. Go on, I strolls on PTV. I was, I'm having to travel between platforms and Flinders Street a bit lately. Yeah, and I've realised the underpasses weren't designed for tall people. Because <laughs> I'm walking, I'm like almost ducking yep. my head. I hate that. Wow, I didn't realise they were so short under there. Mm-hmm. You can understand how far we've come over the years. Obviously, Melbourne was a very short <laughs> place, and we've grown. Or people were always tall. But you're just sensitive and you're complaining about it. No, no, I actually think that there was a lot of shorties in Melbourne back in the day when the average age mm-hmm. was like 50 or 65 or whatever it was that yep. you lived to. I felt like I feel like a lot of us fell short of the mark back in the day. And situations have changed. There are a lot of tall people these days. Yes. I fall into that category. I yes. think you kind of fall I into do. that category yeah. as a tall woman that you are. Thank you. You're not a shorty. No, so so much so someone told me once that I shouldn't wear heels because I'm too intimidating. Really? Yep, that went down well. Wow, that is mm. so rude. How I dare know. they? I love my fans. Real nice. Only fans. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I, I'd love to know if there's any other place that, you know, maybe you visited a place and it's been a bit too... Low for you. Oh, well, what I'm realising as I continue to age gracefully um, is that things aren't as easy as they used to be. They certainly are not. For instance, at my um, retail life, we have an electric roller door. So you turn the key and the door starts doing its thing going up and you normally have to duck underneath that. And back in the day, simples, right? I've hit the point, I realised the other day I had my coffee in my hand and I'm watching the door go up and I have to wait a little longer now for the door to go up for me to actually get under. And I make that noise, you know, when you gr- like you have to bend down and you sort of like make oh. that grunt. Yeah. Ugh. I've hit that already. Bit concerned. 
the first time it happened, I was like, oh dear, there's no coming back from this. Yeah. Oh, there certainly is no, no. coming back from that. That's that's rather unfortunate. Yeah. Anything else though that you you just often thought to yourself, you know, maybe it's a hair curler or something like that. You're just like, no, not for me. A hair curler. I don't know. It was the first thing that came to my mind. What do you have a problem when you curl your hair? No, I don't. I've never had curly hair. I do when I um don't touch it. Yeah. But um, it gets a bit out of control. I just have like a, I don't know, pig style hair. It's a what? Very, very bad. A pig style. Yeah, like it's just it goes nuts. My hair's nuts at the moment. I put some conditioner in it today for the first time in a long time. Oh, that's why it's so sleek. It's a bit, yeah, well, mum said put some conditioner on your hair, Carl, and I was like, <laughs> why? You know what? I don't know. She thought, it, actually, <laughs> this is really funny. Well, it's not so funny, but it kind of is. I was sitting down, we were having breakfast, I think, yeah, it was yesterday, and mum's Fun like- memories. Yeah. Memories. No, we were sitting down over breakfast, and she's like, your hair looks rather greasy at the moment. I said, mum, look, I need a haircut but I can't get one till Wednesday. She's like, I'm going to get the hairdryer out. I'm going to blow dry it for you a little bit. So oh. she did. And? I don't think it really fixed it. And someone, when you walked into work with like um, Danny from Grease's hair. Summer loving. <laughs> no. I, I just, yeah, blow drying, not for me. No, it's just a lot of effort too. It is. What's not designed for you? Blow dryers for men, not designed for us. That's why. I'm thing. sad I didn't see it. Did you almost go Teletubby-like? They're really hot. <laughs> that's one thing I've noticed. They, I felt like I was burning my head. I'm like, that's enough, Mum. That's enough. Stop <laughs> it. Stop it. I felt like a kid again. See, you know what we go through. What's not designed for you? Let us know. Um, Helen Bianco, if you've got a photo of this hair um, <laughs> style, know. please send it across. The socials would really benefit from it. Just call Catherine here for your Monday morning here on 88.3. If there's one thing us Aussies know what to do is come up with some catchy phrases and quotes from TV and movies. Were and you ads. meant to put it that way? Catchy phrases? Or was yeah. you supposed to just say catch phrases? No, catchy phrases. Okay. Because an article is coming up, Bianco, saying that there are famous quotes and catchy phrases. Are you going to test me on my catchy phrases? Yeah, that okay. make no sense to anyone else outside of Australia. That's probably a fair assessment. Now, I want to test this theory. I'm going to run through a couple of quotes or phrases from TV, ads, movies, and I want to see if you can get them. Before you do that, have I ever told you the story of when I was in America? I went up to order some food and the woman said, hey, sir, how are you? And I've responded by saying, good, thanks, yourself. And she's like, I'm sorry, sir. They, if you say good, thanks, yourself... You're not going to be no. understood everywhere. We have some real Aussie-isms. Yes. And so I look forward to seeing how you go with so this. So when okay? you do respond to people, say, good, thank you, how are you? Yeah. Make sure you finish your word that does. Good English. Yeah, that's it. All right, Bianco, your first challenge. Hit me. Don't chop the... Dinosaur, daddy. Boom. Yay. Tick. Not happy. Jan. Hey, speaking of... Not you're welcome. Look at my. Good. I was going to take points off for look the pronunciation. Look at my. Look at my. Look at my. Look at my. I've only got one word to say to you. Can't remember. <laughs> You're terrible, Muriel. No, Gary. No, Gary. No, yes. Gary. No, Gary. No. <laughs> Took me a moment. Lock it in, Eddie. Boom. And I'm going to put one of my own in, which I'm shocked isn't in this article. 
That's going straight to... The pool room. Yes. Well done, he's an Aussie, guys. Thank you. Imagine, like, just speaking to someone else and just bringing up Don't Chop the Dinosaur Daddy. Like, imagine hearing that out of context. I've got one more for you. Go on. That's not a knife. This is a knife. Well done. Thank you. I think we've really done well today. Yep. Now, excuse us while we go eat some Vegemite and put some sauce in our meat pies. Put some shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> have you actually ever put shrimp on the barbie? I don't think I have. No, nah, me either. It's not a very Australian thing. No. Nah. In actual Inaccurate. fact, if you put shrimp on the barbie, you're un-Australian. Ooh, it's a big call. <laughs> Is that going a bit far? Um, direct all comments to at Carl Bianco on the gram. <laughs> Please Not don't email be. carl.bianco at southernfm.com.au. I don't want your feedback at all. <laughs> Only compliments, please. It's a quarter to nine for your Monday morning. Coming up after nine o'clock, a newsman and his music, of course. We always love that. Colin's special guest, Kingston Woman of the Year, Simone Hardman. Yes. Plus finance with Paul Gattel and a special musical tribute to international women on International Women's Day. Here on 88.3 Southern FM, we cover all areas. That we do. Have you ever thought to yourself, I wonder if I actually am a reincarnation of somebody? Look, I mean, like, not often, no, I'll be honest. No, I don't really think of it often either, but... I cannot wait to see where this is as, going. As children, we can say some really strange things. Children tend Correct. to do this. Anyway... I came across this little bit of audio on one of your favourite platforms. I have a feeling I know what you're going to talk about. And this is a really interesting bit of audio. Have a listen. Tell me about a time your child's told you a past life story. So on September 11th, 2019, my daughter was four years old. And I was scrolling through my Facebook and there's some 9-11 memorial posts and she just so happened to see the Twin Towers on one of them. So she points to one of the towers, I think it was the North Tower, and she said, hey mom, I used to work there. Yeah. And I was like, when? She's like, before. And she said that one day she was working and the floor got really hot. This so is crazy. she stood on her desk because the floor was too hot. And she said that her and her friends were trying to get through the door, but they couldn't open the door. So she jumped out the window and flew like a bird. This is... Mind you, Bella has never heard about 9-11 before. Amazing. Whoa. Like, it's you, you couldn't make this stuff up. That's crazy. But they say that kids, I think at the age of three, is when they're most in tune with past lives or... With um, the spiritual world, a lot of kids, when they're yeah. three, see ghosts and things. I feel like that actually happens a lot. Yeah. I don't know what it is about that age, but... I think it's because, like, they do say your most conscious thoughts are when you're a kid because you're not distracted by the outside world. Mm. So, you're more open and receptive to seeing that sort of stuff. But yeah. that is crazy. Very, very crazy. And I'm, I know this isn't the only instance where, like, children... Yeah have like out-of-body experiences, moments where they share a story with their parents and their parents mm-hmm. are like, wow, like, yeah. I, I never knew, you know, I didn't even think. Like, I, I, Producer Jack, you look like you're getting onto the mic about something here. Yeah, I might just chime in here and just say there is a um, called life regression uh, therapy. So you can actually go to therapists and actually do this under hypnosis. Really? Yeah. Studying Would psychologist over here. Would everybody. you do it? I don't think... Uh, yeah, I actually probably would down the road. 
But yeah, it is actually a thing. It's not just in previous lives. Like wow, when you're a kid, you can look back. You can actually go and pay someone and go back in go back in time, so to speak. Oh, great! Thank what you. happens if your past life is more interesting than your present? I don't know. Actually, on this, I know somebody who told me that in a past life, she someone told her that she was Cleopatra. See, that's a bit far fetched. Okay. Yeah. Maybe they were a diva like Cleopatra, but well, we don't know what Cleopatra was actually like. I'm assuming she was a diva. Amazing I don't know. eyeliner, though. <laughs> My goodness. Anyway, let us know. Maybe you've had an experience like this, one of your children, or maybe you as a child made a statement yeah. and got everybody thinking. Wow. It's Carl and Catherine here for your Monday morning on Southern FM. You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM.